reignite your passion for God and for his work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International Adenta Branch, as he comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service filled with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Roadshow, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving word of God. Now listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. My name is Echo Daniels. Uh, after the 31st night service, watch night service, when our daddy made a prophetic declaration that this year is a year of good things. When I went home on the first, I was there in the afternoon, and one of my bosses gave me a call to meet him at the ANC shopping mall. And he said, When I'm coming, I should come along with a car battery. So I thought maybe his car is not starting, he needed a battery to start his car. That's why he said I should come. So I went along with a car battery. And then uh, he asked me that, do I know someone who can drive around? And I said, yes, I know someone who can drive. So I called my brother who stays around. He said, okay. He directed me to go to a place to see someone. When I get there, I should give him a call. I got there, I gave him a call. And he said I should give the phone to the man I, I met there. And then he told the man to give the car keys to me. And then the man gave me the phone back with the car keys. And he said, the car there is mine. I should take it. He just gave me the car. Without, I, I was surprised. I was like, ah, how? So I called him. and said, boss, what do you say? Ah, I said, the car is yours. Take it. What is your problem? I was like, Wow. Wow. My good things has already started. On the first, glory be to God. I would like to say a very big thank you to our bishop. Daddy, thank you for the prophetic declaration. And this is just a tip of the iceberg. There are a lot of good things happening in my life recently that it's buffers my mind. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. Your good things are coming to you. Somebody, you are receiving a car but you need to celebrate it right now. Put your hands together for the Lord. We want to invite our sister Mary Rami to sing a song. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Indeed, this is our year of good things. Praise the Lord. I want us to think about this psalm. It says, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I'm going to minister a song called that, and I'd like you to learn it and sing along with me. Hallelujah. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days, all the days of my life. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days, all the days of my life. Can we try it? Just the chorus. Ready, go. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days, all the days of my life. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days, all the days of my life. 
was I and the wandering in the cold night of sin I did roam when Jesus the kind shepherd found me and now I am on my way home surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days all the days of my life surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days all the days of my life he restoreth my soul when i'm weary he giveth me rest and strength day by day he leads me beside the still grateful to you for this privilege to be in your house we ask you Lord that you grant us wisdom shine your great light on us and help us to see our way clear in this beautiful new year of good things Thank you for the opportunity to experience the power of your word. Speak to us and bless us mightily. In Jesus' name, amen. Clap your hands and you may be seated. This morning, it's my great joy and pleasure to continue from where we left off last week Sunday, I always have the tradition of sharing a few weeks on 
the theme for the year. And um, this year, our prophetic direction and blessing is good things. Our year of good things. Say good things. Oh, I cannot hear you. Say good things. Are you really expecting good things? Then shout good things. Yes. And it's my prayer and my desire that the testimony we heard this morning will be your portion as well. And uh, that you will be one who will say at the end of this year that indeed God visited you with good things. So, last week I introduced the subject and I read from Isaiah and I would like us to go to that portion of scripture. Isaiah chapter 1. I'm preaching. Isaiah chapter 1 and verse 18. Smile at your neighbor and tell the person, you look good and you will enjoy good things. Yes. Isaiah chapter 1. I'm reading from verse 17. Learn to do well. Seek judgment. All these are good things. When you find someone doing well, The person was not born with that ability. Doing well as a carpenter, doing well as a student, doing well as a singer. This one you saw, a lady doing well. Did, did, did she not do well? Beautiful ministration. Doing well. He said, learn. You don't just, there's no river called doing well. River doing well that you can go and climb a mountain and jump into it. You are swimming in river doing well or river good things. If you will experience good things, you must make an effort. Yes. Look, good things is not lotto. We are not saying that this year is a year that all your numbers will land. Even if it is one sure. Normally it's two sure. Two should be sure. But even if yours is one sure, it will, no, it's not a year of lotto. That's why you must listen very carefully. You can go through the year and not experience any good thing. Or only experience bad things. I'm telling you. Hush. You are taking me off course. Learn. Learn. Learn to do well. For you to do well, you must learn something. Sit down. Take your time. Understand what must be done. That's, this morning, we are in school. The, the church is a school. It's on the pl- church is on the place we come to jump about, shout and prance around and scream. The church is a school. It's a learn of me. When we come to church, we open the... Anytime anybody is talking to you about God or Jesus, you are in a school. For I am meek and lowly in heart. Learn of me. The same way our sister 
our brother went to school and got a job which has given her a brand new car. You can also sit in church and if you will learn well, you will get a brand new car to drive in the church. Look, what you could not get from school, you can get from the church. I will not lie to you. But your problem is your stupidity. The problem we have to solve is your crass stupidity. Your inability to come out of yourself. So the behavior you had in the world, that, that made you not do well in the world, you have brought it wholesale into the church. But if you will drop it, if you will change, in fact, it's here, actually. It's here. Let's go on. Seek judgment. Go back to 17. Seek judgment. Relieve the oppressed. All these are good things. Judge the fatherless. Plead for the widow. I don't have time to go through the, what? I just wanted us to note that you learn to do well. It's a school. Tell your friend, it's a school. We are in school. And you can tell my brother that even a school, a class which started at 6.30, some students are not in. So already what I'm teaching, some students have missed it. So when the exam comes, they can pass. <laughs> yes. Some students are not in. Church is not a, a place like we, we just dress, we just look for a nice dress and we wear and go and say, church is a school. Now let's go on to verse, next, next verse 18. Come now. Come. And let us reason. Once again, the school atmosphere is, 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 is at work. The atmosphere is being emphasized. Come. Come to school. And let's reason. Let's use our minds. Once again, church is not a place we put our mind aside and just shabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalab
At least you could insult us in English. Yes. She will say, you are not bright. She will ask you, are you not the one who went to Infantspin? How come you think like this? God wants to help you. Sit up. Come, let's reason together. Let's use our minds. Don't put aside your mind. Don't put your thinking away. Analyze life. If you analyze life very carefully, you see what sin is doing to people. What evil has done. How people have been destroyed. You will, you, you will chase anything that promotes righteousness. But when you don't think deeply, you just be there and just be. Just. So when God invites you, it's an invitation to use your mind. Though your sins, that is your state, your spiritual state, your physical state, though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, the Bible is a very, very, very wonderful book, honestly. Though, though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. Now, this scarlet and crimson are not just ordinary colors like yellow and green and violet. They are deep colors. Very deep colors. It's not like yellow. It's not even like red. I mean, it's, it's deep Scarlet. Complex colors. <laughs> but God gives us hope that even though your state is as complex and as fantastic and unimaginably and abysmally hopeless. That's why I love God. When you see me in church, it's not because I don't have a place to sleep. Yes. There is something you get in the church that you will not get anywhere. Only church. Exclusive. Exclusively in the church. Most other places, they worsen your existing condition. If you are a thief, it makes you deeper than a robber. Yeah. The world is a very hopeless place. If you see a place, they will call it a correctional facility. People come out and they are worse off. Because they are, they are trying to achieve what only the word of God, only the power of God can achieve. So even though your sins are as scarlet. They shall be as white as snow. If you know the, 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 the color scarlet and white, you wonder how this is possible. I mean, look at how on earth can someone like you stand in New York and be addressing the general session of United Nations. And you know, think about it. You as you sit here, how can you address the UN? You. You owe comrades right now. But when you put yourself into the hands of God, there is no height. He will blow your mind. Goodness gracious, I feel like exploding. I feel I'm exploding. That is, that is, this says, the utterly impossible shall be made possible. This morning, I don't know what situation you are in church with. You came to church emotionally drained, financially 
down, health-wise, not well, confused, can't see clearly, can't see ahead, can't see ahead. I'm talking to you this morning that nothing is impossible with God. Nothing, nothing. The Bible says, that's what the angel, an angel from, he said, I am the angel who stands in the presence of God. See, based on where a person stands, when he's talking eh, you won't believe, he said, I have, I've not slept with a man. I've ne- I'm a virgin. How can I be pregnant and give birth to somebody who will be called Jesus? How? What are you talking about? What type of stories are these? And the being said, I stand in the presence of God. There is a certain place, eh? You've not stood there before. That is why things have limitations for you. But there are certain places, when you stand there, when you enter those places, like how we are praying and fasting, and entering deeper into the presence of God There are certain realms If you get there You realize that There are possibilities At certain levels But you will know How? How? And he said With man It's impossible how can a woman who hasn't had sex with a man give birth? With man, it's impossible. But with God, oh, oh, that is you patching with a friend. You cannot even afford a room in a compound house. A day can come, you will own a five bedroom mansion. How? You oh. be pastor, they come to church and they, they, they speak fantastic words. What type of nonsense is that? How? How can you who walk to church this morning, next year be driving a brand new four-wheel drive to church? Oh, nonsense. They just get, come there, say things that, that, that make us happy. And a king, a man who, on whose arm the king leaned, spoke that way. What I'm saying is in the Bible. A prophet spoke. And a man said, oh, this type of prophet, they just get up, they speak, just, just open their mouth, they just talk anyhow. What, what, we have been in, 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 in this uh, uh, famine and in this crisis for three years. You just get up and say, tomorrow by this time. Do you know economics? But By the way, you prophet, have you even been to school? You get up and say, tomorrow by this time. Tomorrow by this time, what? Nonsense. Arrest that man. And he told him, you don't believe what I'm saying, eh? Okay. It will happen. Tomorrow by this time, there'll be food. There'll be food in the market. But you, this man, who doubted the power of God, you will not be a beneficiary of this blessing. Did it happen? He died mysteriously. He died mysteriously. <laughs> when I stand here and I t- I'm preaching about good things, when I stand here and I say that at age 45, a man can wed you and you have two children before you die. Doesn't oh, what, what, I've been two, from 28. No man has married me, and nobody say, Come and stand here. Just preach and go. I should preach and go. I'll preach and go. <laughs> How can these things be? It's like for with man, it's impossible. But with God, God. That's why we come to church. We come to church to emphasize the God factor that the university will not emphasize, that the bank will not emphasize, that the uh, scholars 
we'll say it's, it's, it's non-existent, we come to emphasize the God factor. Yes! If you don't want it, go home. Here, we believe in God. Yes, because we are not educated. If you are educated and you don't believe in God, go home. Here is for uneducated people who believe in God. We've not been to school. We believe in God. And that factor, those of you, you didn't do science. You didn't do science. If you did science, some physics, chemistry, you know, pure maths, hard maths, you see that you can spend one whole day solving a question. Sheets of paper. You never get the answer. Then in the evening around 8.30, your friend tells you there's a factor you didn't introduce from Boyle's Law. You should have introduced that RT factor from Boyle's Law. As soon as you plug it in, the answer is there. Receive your factor. That's why we are here. Though your sins, though your state is hopeless. Jesus Christ. I, I, I want you to throw the microphone somewhere. No situation is hopeless but what you have made hopeless. Exploding with energy. Nothing. Nothing. I'm telling you. You are the one. The problem is with you. No matter the, the, the color, no matter the depth, no matter the intensity of your depravity, no matter your condition, it can change. It can. But Look at the next verse. It says, the problem is you. It's not God. Stubborn. If you are willing. That's why I, as I'm growing older and older, I'm becoming weaker and weaker and helpless at helping people who are down. I, I see it clearly. As I'm growing, I, 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 I don't have energy to help people. Because there is a reason why people are in the condition they are in. So when I was young and I had energy, I, I was gathering. What? Anybody, once I see you have a problem, come on! How? How? Why should you suffer? Why should you have a problem? As I continue, as I grow, Older and older And I'm an old man I'm a very old man I'm not a young boy Yes You may, you, 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 you may not believe it The problem is that I'm a very handsome man That's why I look the way I look I'm very old I'm not a small boy As I'm growing I'm becoming more phlegmatic More indifferent Towards people's plight Because people don't want to do what they have to do. Stubborn. And, and, and I will never waste my time to salvage you from the, from the consequences of your stubbornness. Never. 
Some of you are sitting here in church. You were here last week on Sunday. You heard we were fasting and praying. You heard that we were praying Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. You, we announced it last Sunday. But you won't come here. <laughs> you won't come here. <laughs> and when life flagellates you, yes, when life flagellates you, you expect me to leave my wife in my bedroom and be, and be running around town chasing and... and Sorry for, for the word I was about to use. Kai. Even counseling. I, I'm realizing that I'm doing very little of it these days. Very little of counseling these days. The messages from the pulpit should be enough. If what I'm preaching from the pulpit this morning cannot help you, 10 minutes with you personally will not help you. If you are willing and obedient, you will eat the good of the land. Look, there is good everywhere. Good is not only in America or London or Geneva. There is good in Mali. There is good in Niger. There is good in Amrahia. There is good in Otimibi. There is good, good, I mean good in Oyarefa. But you can be in Oyarefa and be cursed. That's why God came. He gave the hope. He said, he said, he said look, I'm God. No matter your condition, it can change. No matter how far you've gone, no matter how low you've been, no matter whether it's scarlet or crimson, it shall be white. No matter your, no matter how hopeless your condition is, it can change. And then he puts in the condition. If you are, I'm preaching about good things, and I'm saying that this year. Some of you will never experience good things. Of the order of the testimony you just heard, forget about it. You, you, you will beg for everything till the year ends. If ye be obedient, and willing to be willing means to be ready eager or prepared to do something ready to do say it and I will do say we should fast and I will fast say we are coming to church and I will be in church Say there's a service on Tuesday and I'll be here in, in, on Tuesday. Say I should read my Bible every day and I'll read my Bible. Say willingly, I mean, posted, waiting for the next announcement. What is he saying? Is that we are going to pray on Saturday. Where? Where? Mampon, ABMTC, Anakazo Campus. When? What time? 8 a.m. I'm there. Ready. But not some people. Never. But you're, 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 you are prophetically described in the Bible. Ezekiel 33 talks about people. They come as my people come. They sit as my people. They hear but they will not do. <laughs> Lord have mercy baby. They will not do. They will not do. If you are willing, listen, I'm telling you that your case, eh? Your case. 
it is not hopeless. Get it right. God can do something about your case. Your case is not hopeless. You will make your life hopeless. But your case with God is not hopeless. It's not hopeless. Therefore, the mouth of the Lord has spoken it. Not Peter or Paul or but you are not ready or even eager. Now, if you allow me, I, I will repeat myself. I said, This is a school. This is a school. What people went to Adesadel and got, you can also sit here and get. If only you will be willing, that is, you will be ready, eager, or prepared to do. I'm talking about good things. How, how do you come by good things? By being prepared, ready to, you are in church, but you are not ready to, to and obedient, to be obedient means obedient is complying or willing to comply with an order or request. In fact, I love the second one. It says submissive to another's authority. Ramoka simanda adabaragadazaba Submissive, obedient. Is, this, is, this is English dictionary. Obedient is being submissive to another's authority. Some boy, not your authority. Most of you, the only authority you know is your authority. And, and, and your authority cannot take you anywhere. Jeremiah said, a man cannot direct his own steps. If you are a big man, you are a big man in your office. <laughs> be big in your office. Be big in your bedroom. But there's a place we submit ourselves to another person's authority. Even your office. Depending on the type of person who enters your office, you stand up. It's amazing what people want to do readily in in town and don't want to do it in church you should see when the president is going around or the vice president I've had the chance to see him recently uh, a few times in certain places you see grown up men with big stomachs running around looking for a bottle of water or where he will sit grown up just come and sit down. Just second. See, just come and sit like Yeah, I was somewhere. I saw a grown up, a man, big stomach. He was carrying the president's chair. When you come to church and we say, carry the pastor's chair. Yeah. And also, even because you are with the president, when you come to say, you sit at the back, somewhere, with a Motorola, you don't even know how it was bought. <laughs> you see them in town. You come to the house of God. And because the pastor looks like a small boy, we don't, we don't enhance ourselves with jewelry and we don't, you know, talk the certain way. We don't make ourselves. You go around. See, that's what me, I, I, I am 100% aligned to pastors who make themselves big. I, I don't have the money to buy the jewelry. That's why I don't wear. 
the, I like it. Yes, because that is the only language certain idiots understand. Yes. And the Bible says, by all means, save some. If you must make yourself be, if, if, if you must drive a convoy of 10 cars for an idiot to see you as a great person and submit, so be it. How much is a car? How much is a car? But how many, how many churches can afford to buy cars in, 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 in convoys? So when it comes to a place, a pastor like me, I'm preaching, wearing a tie and my shoes or second hand shoe I went to buy last two years. I'm still using, moving up. Oh, oh what's that? You come to church, there's no air conditioner, sitting on a plastic chair, whatever. But you, if serving the president, you go and stand in the sun for two hours to wait for the president to finish his toilet, finish his breakfast, finish everything, and you are standing a grown up, you are wearing buttercurry under a tree. When it comes to the church, you are not willing to submit yourself to another man's authority. An authority which lasts nothing more than eight years. That's why it says, Let, let's reason. Come and let's think. 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 Let's think carefully. Think a little. Today's message, if, you, if you've been to just class three, you understand. Your problem is your obstinacy. Stubbornness. We cannot get you to do anything in the church. Shy. So no matter the hope. Hope, look, prophetic words. God, when God speaks, it doesn't mean. First Timothy 1, 18. Look at it. This charge, I commit to you, O Timothy. According to the prophecies which went on before thee, that thou mightest by them, by these prophecies, war, a good warfare. You fight. The word is not even fight. War with bombs and tankers. War. It's a war. For any prophecy that comes to pass, comes to pass by, by a war. War. You fight. And the first person you fight is not a fetish priest. It's not your mother-in-law. You fight yourself. Because you are the devil preventing yourself from rising in life. I told you, if this was a class, and it is a class, said, learn of me. If this was a class, some of you came late. You've missed part of the lecture. And sometimes when you miss a lecture and you copy notes from someone, the notes is actually the, the opposite of what the teacher said is what the person wrote. <laughs> you've not been to school, that's why I tell you. You've not been to school. <laughs> yeah. So as you are in the exam room shading confidently, you have actually learned wrong stuff. If this was a school, your stubbornness of not coming to class early, not being to school early, a school, a class, we start at 6.30, you come to class at 8. I know some of you will not be here next week. By the way, next week, we are starting. Next week, there's no divine encounter. Next week is sweet influences. And other, other chapels are joining the service for a three-hour service. 6.30 to 9.30. You can come at 9 o'clock. No, it's up to you. Do it. Be happy. There's a time the prophets speak that way. 
Yes. When they are tired of it, he said, let those who are righteous be righteous self. <laughs> yes. Let, the Bible said, let, let those, uh, those of you who are wicked, continue to be wicked. Let those who are righteous be righteous. Look for the scripture for me. There's a, there's, there's a time a pastor speaks this way. The way I'm speaking, there's a time. Not all the time. There's a time. No, 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 no. You can't go back. Hey, let's try. Try and come to church. And try. Look, basin, the basin we are doing is for, is for a certain level of kindness. It's a type of spirituality. And I know that some of you would never have come to church without a bus. And that because of you, we shouldn't have even brought a bus to your area. Because you should not be in church. Yes, listen. He that is unjust. There's a Bible. Everything I'm saying has a biblical form. It's let the one who is unjust, let him be unjust self. And the filthy ones, filthy. And he which is filthy, let him be filthy self. And he that is righteous, let him be righteous self. And he that is holy, let him be holy self. Bible! There is a time a pastor encourages fornicators to continue fornicating. You are with that man who is not married to you. Continue to be with him. Have more sex with him. You are a thief. Don't steal money in thousands. Move into ten thousands. You don't come to church regularly. Next month, don't come to church at all. Come again in May. You like pornography? See me after church. I'll give you air time. Let the unjust. You see, and the, I, I didn't even know there was this word. Filthy. Yes, there's a time. A pastor speaks, I'm, 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 I'm anointed. You don't have any idea the oil that is dripping on me as I'm speaking to you. Yeah. The, the one, um, those amongst us who are filthy, stay filthy. Don't change. Don't change. Those of you who are not in church last week to pray, Monday, Tuesday, this week, travel. Or, or, or some of you this week, go to a mosque. Do what you want to do. You want to be high, be high. You don't want to come to church, don't come to church. Ah! <laughs> no, what should we do to you? Those of you who came, come again. Those who prayed, let's pray. Those who read your Bible, keep reading your Bible. This is Revelation 22. The end of it. That's when a pastor is tired with a church. When God is tired with some people, continue, continue. Then he introduces the righteous also. And he encourages them. Keep coming to church. Keep praying. Remain a virgin. So when I tell you that I don't have energy these days to rehabilitate people, I tell you, that energy is gone. Rehabilitation. I'm moving those who can. But don't, when I say I don't have energy, don't get me wrong. <laughs> when you hear me say I'm tired or I don't have energy, don't get me wrong. <laughs> the energy I have, you don't have any idea. But when it comes to you, when I see your face, I get tired. Willing and obedient. Today, I want to tell you that you can continue 
in your stubborn streak. Or it can also change. And, and we, we, we have to ask ourselves, obedient, who should we obey? Who should we obey? The first person you should obey. I mean, we all know about God. Deuteronomy 28 verse 1. The first is God. Read it. Deuteronomy 28 verse 1. If you will hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God. To, to do all his commandments. I will set you on high. That's a good thing. That's one big good thing. Some of you, in the, there's somebody in the past two months or so, not your pastor, not me, God has been speaking to you about something. God has been prodding your heart. You, you, you can feel the fibers of your heart muscle tweaking. God is speaking to you. Get to do this. Stop this. Don't do this. Don't. Go here. Do this. Change this. Stop it. Don't do this. Never. So good things will not come to you. I will set thee on high. That is, among your classmates, you'll be at the top. Among your siblings, you'll be at the top. But right now, you know you are at the bottom. The next person, you must obey. And, and willingly obey. Is your angel. Your angel. I, I will end it here. And I'll leave you to continue the rest. Your angel. Be, 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 be very careful. Be willing to obey. God sends us angels. Who are angels? Angels are not just spiritual beings with wings. The word angel is malak. The Hebrew word is malak. And it means a messenger. Obey God's messengers he sends to you. The prophet. Obey the prophet. Exodus 23. 20. And then we end. We go home. That's why you came for an early service. You have to finish and just do it with God quickly. He said, behold. I send an angel before thee. To keep thee in the way. To keep you. Without the angel, you will stray away. To keep you in the way. And to bring thee into the place which I have prepared. Good things. Blessings. There's a place I have prepared for you. But you cannot get there. So I send an angel. This morning as I'm preaching to you, I am an angel to some of you. Those who believe. To bring thee to the place which I have prepared. I had not seen. Neither has any as the ear heard. Nor has it entered into the heart of man. The things. The things. Which the Lord has prepared. 1 Corinthians 2 and verse 9. The things which the Lord has prepared. I had not seen. Nor ear heard. Neither has it entered into the heart of man. The things. I'm preaching about good things. The things. The things which God has prepared. Prepared. So you see right there. In, so you, you, there's a connection here. 
first corinthians 2 9 and exodus 23 verse 20 watch it again go back to it say the place which i have prepared is a place of amazing blessings things nobody has seen before who should you obey obey god number two obey the angel god sent you the messenger the nabi the pastor obey don't be stubborn obey next verse 21 beautiful beware of him beware of him and obey his voice provoke him not for he will not pardon your transgressions for my name is in him beware be very careful don't bring your stubbornness to this angel because when you stumble you won't get up again you don't have any idea what it has taken god for you to be in church this morning someone like you to be sitting in church you don't have any idea that's why it says be very careful obey obey his voice when he speak, when i speak obey don't do things that provoke your pastor because he said, he said, for my word is in him my name is in him but this, this is exactly what we do never obey never comply never look you can put 10,000 stickers of good things on your car that, that sticker will be the only good thing in your life the sticker that sticker will be the only good thing. And a lot of stickers are used to cover bumps and dents on cars. Some of you will never see one drop of the... God is not a fool. Even me, if I call you a fool, you'll be angry. Why do you think that God is a fool? He just, he just sits there, he wakes up in the morning and he just takes goodies and he just sprinkles on you. Never. You, you, you read your Bible. You can be with God and be dry. Dry. Because you are stubborn. You don't want to yield. You do things your way. And he says, if, the big word today is if you are willing and obedient you will eat some you will eat you eat a car you eat a job you get small wife small husband small pregnancy small no coffee you eat some you eat you eat but you see you you, you will sit here all you do is you hear people's testimonies and clap with the little food you have eaten you clap but you a testimony your type, wicked, evil, stubborn, never, never, until you make a U-turn. The Lord, I've changed. I'm starting all over again. I'm turning around. I'm coming again. As a different person, if you are willing, even though you are as deep as scarlet, you shall be as white as snow. Stand to your feet. Let's go. Close your eyes, please, and let's end the service and go home. As every eye is closed this morning, if you are here and you are not born again, you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and as your personal Savior. Your friend invited you. You came yourself. 
but really, you are not really born again. You want to say, Pastor, please pray for me. I want to give my life to Christ. If you are here like that, as every eye is closed and every head is bowed, you can raise your hand. I want to pray for you. I want to pray for you. You want to be born again. You want to give your life to Jesus Christ. It's dangerous to come around and not be born again. Lift your hand high. Pastor, I want to be born again. Pastor, I want to give my life to Jesus Christ. I thank you, Lord. Father, we thank you for the great blessing of being in your house. Strengthen us to walk with you worthily and honestly. We are grateful. We are grateful. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We believe that you have been truly blessed. You can send a mail to Bishop Edwin Ogo at bishopedwinogo at gmail.com. Introduce this podcast to a friend, keep listening, and keep living passionately for God.